This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Country Wine and Spirits is San Diego's premier wine and spirits purveyor. They offer unmatched beverage service with competitive pricing and a tradition of upscale service. They provide fine wines, a variety of liquors, spirits, craft and imported beers, imported cigars, and exotic tobacco accessories. Country Wine and Spirits is now available online, and if you use cwspirits.com slash heybartender, you get 5% off your entire order. That's right, 5% off your entire order. Go to cwspirits.com slash heybartender and find your favorite spirit or wine today and get 5% off just by using cwspirits.com slash heybartender. Welcome back, people, to another edition of Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your host. I am your bartender. You can call me Anthony. You can call me Dude. That's e- that either way is cool with me. How's everybody doing this week? It's, uh, you know, just another week uh, in the books for the, all of us. We Hopefully things are good. Hopefully not too many things are bad. And, uh, let's just live life the way we feel like we should live it. Happy, right? Here at Hey Bartender Podcast, we make sarcastic remarks. We tell stories. We, uh, uh, well, nowadays I feel like I have to uh, uh, be careful of the sarcastic remarks because, well, you know, I, I don't worry about it too much because this is a recording. I uh, most of you don't know where I live, therefore I feel like I uh, keep social distance right now out of pure safety than uh, you know to keep from getting sick. But before we get things started here, we, of course, need today's drink special. Today's drink special is called the Bitch Slap Cocktail. And uh, this is, I got this off CocktailBuilder.com. Uh, and it's a mixed recipe from CocktailBuilder.com. Ingredients you're going to need. One ounce of gin. One ounce of light rum. One ounce of Smirnoff Blue Label Vodka. A splash of 7-Up or Sprite. And lemonade and ever Everclear. Yeah. Usually I never pick drinks that have Everclear in them. Anyway, uh, what you do is, uh, why don't you throw all those uh, ingredients into a shaker, just the um, vodka, 7-Up uh, Gin, Everclear rum. Well, yeah, just pour everything into a highball class, fill with lemonade, then serve. Uh, it's up to you whether you want to shake it up or not. Uh, some people do enjoy getting their drinks shaken up a little bit. I've seen people that actually requested me to shake their Long Island iced tea. So if you'd go ahead and try the bitch slap cocktail, let me know if it actually tastes like a bitch slap. Uh, because or or is it just nice and refreshing? I mean, you got that lemonade in there. You got that nice t- summertime feeling. So give it a try, and if you uh want to tell me about it. Send me an email, dude at Hey Bartender Podcast, or get on anchor.fm, look for Hey Bartender Podcast, and send me a voice message telling me what you thought about the drink, or just say hi, or ask me a question. um, I'm really looking forward to being able to add that to the show sometime. But in order to do that, I need you guys. And you guys are the only reason why this podcast keeps going, and I love every single one of you for it. 
Okay, by now, some of you have probably started thinking, I think I know what the dude is about to talk about. I'm pretty sure he's going to jump on the bandwagon and talk about it just like everybody else has. Well, indirectly, yes, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, As uh, most of you know, if not everybody around the world, uh, the slap heard around the world. Will Smith lost his damn mind and jumped up and slapped Chris, uh, Chris Rock. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because it brought flashbacks to me. Now, uh, let me uh, bring up another uh, story that I've talked about once before. I was bartending one night. Uh, I don't even think it was my shift. I think I was covering for somebody else. And I had a customer that's followed me from uh, two different bars come in to say hi to me. He's drinking a couple Coronas. And then he decides that he wants to go shoot pool. So he goes and joins the two guys that are already over there shooting pool. The There was this young kid that was playing with him. And this young kid uh, all of a sudden decides to start talking trash. And by starting uh, starting to talk trash, I mean he started using racial slurs. Now, uh, the guy that had followed me... F- followed me from a different bar he was hispanic so guess what that kid decided uh, what that word that kid decided to use well i can't really guess i because i really don't know but uh you know pick your favorite uh, racial slur or uh, you know racial slurs shouldn't be a favorite but just imagine where i'm at i notice they start to stand off and immediately uh i jump out from behind the bar get between them and i say hey you guys separate right now or bad things are going to happen. And uh, the my longtime customers, you know, okay, yeah, cool, all right. I'll, I'll go sit at the bar. The kid starts playing pool with another guy. And after a couple minutes, I noticed that the Hispanic guy cannot keep his eyes off the pool table. And I thought, oh, things, uh, he, things are starting. Things are going to start here. And... Then all uh, all of a sudden, I decided to turn to my one of my favorite waitresses I ever worked with, Hattie, and, uh, who was pregnant at the time, uh, maybe six, seven months. I said, if something happens, I whispered to her, if something happens, I want you to stay behind the bar. Don't try to get out and serve your customers. Don't try to run to the dining area. You stay behind, behind the bar because behind the bar, you are safe. And she says, do you really think something's going to happen? And I said, I sense a disturbance in the force. Now, at this point in time, looking back on it, I really should have uh, went over and told this guy that's been a loyal customer of mine for a long time. Uh, you know what? Don't don't go over here. Uh, come back to the bar. Uh, we'll uh, and sit. Let's talk. You know, uh, I'll hook you up with somebody that knows something about the Seahawks. He was a Seahawks fan. And... After uh, after a few minutes, he gets up from the bar and says, "I get I get next game," and I'm like, "Crap!" And so he uh, wanders back over to the pool table, and sure enough, the kid starts in on him again. They face off, and I uh, see them uh, standing toe to toe, and I went, "Shit!" And just as I was about to walk walk out from behind the bar, uh, Hispanic guy who was you know a lot bigger than the uh, little kid started wailing on him doing you know two three punches uh 
right to the right to the face, neck, back, uh, and immediately. I jumped out from behind the bar. My cook walks by, and I yell at him, "Call the cops!" And he said, "And my cook, strangely enough, I don't know why, uh, asked emergency number or non emergency." And I looked at him and said, "Emergency!" And I immediately went back there, grabbed the little kid, tossed him off to the side, and stared down the Hispanic guy. And he got that angry face, and he looks me right in the eye, and then his face drops and goes, oh, "I fucked up." As if, you know, he didn't say it out loud, but he had that face like, oh, I just fucked up. And, you know, I set everybody else, everybody in separate corners like they were kindergartners that just got into a fight. And I had the police coming. And very quietly, I walked up to all three of them because there were three involved. Uh, I walked up to all three of them and said, you're 86. I don't want to see you in this bar ever again. And... Uh, you know, I it, it hurt a little bit for me to tell my longtime buddy customer that he's 86, but there's a rule. You get in a fight in the bar, you're, you are 86 no matter what. If you're part of a fight in a bar, you are 86 no matter what. I don't care whose fault it is, who started it, you are 86. So the police showed up. They ended up uh, taking away the kid and uh, my buddy, uh, away in the squad cars, they spent a night in jail. And uh, the other guy, I'm not sure what happened to him, but he was friends with another uh, customer of mine, and I told them what happened, and I guess he worked for them. And they're like, okay, yeah, don't worry, he's not coming in here ever again. And I just said, thank you. At, but while we were waiting for the cops, my other server that was working with me that night I've told you about her. She had this air about her where she thought she had seniority over everybody. Uh, nobody else's opinion mattered. Uh, you know, I I could make a ruling, and if she didn't like it, she didn't do it. But in every case I've ever seen, every job I've ever had, when the manager's not there, the bartender's in charge. The bartender has to make the choices. The bartender has to know what to do to help the server or whatever. But she decided I've got seniority so he can come back in whenever he wants. And I looked at her and I said, listen, that's the rule. He's an old friend of mine. And I had to 86 him because he got in a fight. She was, you didn't have to 86 him. It wasn't his fault. And I said, I don't care whose fault it was. He got in a fight. That's the rules. He's out. And once that whole night was over, uh, that whole moment in the night was over, I did my usual thing where I stand there, maybe yawn to act like, oh, that was nothing. But really, I was uh, wigging out a little bit because it can do a lot to your business when people get in a fight. I've, uh, I had heard around town that some people didn't like going into my bar because it was too rough in there. They didn't like the clientele. And, uh, you know, so I'm trying to maintain everybody. I've started walking around to every table saying, uh, sorry, that happened. Are you okay? Is there anything I can do for you? And they were like, oh, no, no, we're, we're just fine. And I said, all right, enjoy your meal. And ever, you know, things calmed down fairly quickly as I'm walking around the tables. And Hattie, you know, she was, uh, she was behind the bar. She was safe. I didn't want her or her unborn child to get hurt whatsoever. And uh, my other waitress, she was pissed at me for the rest of the night because I had the gall 
to 86 a regular customer. You know what? I could have a regular customer that spends $5,000 a night in my bar. He acts up like that. I will 86 him without blinking an eye. And that's just the way I roll. And like, once again, I don't know. I don't care whose fault it was. I don't care how much money you spend in the bar. We will find ways to make that money back. It's just the way it is. Then comes uh, the night of the Oscars. Uh, This is what I'm uh, leading up towards. Uh, It wasn't more than maybe 15 seconds after uh, Chris Rock said, this may be the greatest night in television history. And it was already all over the internet. I didn't even know it happened. I just decided to sit down and watch YouTube to watch some Foo Fighters videos because, you know, I'm feeling that was the same weekend that Taylor Hawkins died. And first thing I see is uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. And I'm like, what the hell? I mean, I, uh, I honestly, I'd forgotten the Oscars were on and or didn't know or didn't care because usually on the Oscars, they don't ever award movies that I like. I mean, come on, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, Blazing Saddles, uh, Princess Bride, Caddyshack, they all deserve Oscars. Come on. But I decided to click on the video because I was like, what the hell's going on? And I see Chris Rock, you know, doing the uh, work in the room, and he gets to Jada and tells her, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. And I see Will Smith laughing, and then I see Jada's eyes roll. And then short, just a couple seconds after that, Will Smith decides to stand up, walk on the stage, and slap the shit out of Chris Rock. One just whap. And then he goes to sit down, and he Chris Rock is like, wow, what the hell? And uh, he's trying to explain to Will. It was a G.I. Jane joke in Will Smith, everybody knows, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And, you know, there were, uh, then it, then Chris Rock managed to bring it back together and continue the Oscars. And it, uh, and I was just like, what the hell? Holy shit. How, how did they let that happen? I mean, people to have dozens of theories out there of that, um, maybe it was a setup. But uh, the way Chris Rock was standing, if he knew it was a setup, his hands wouldn't have been behind his back. And he did lean forward, but that to me uh, makes me think that he was expecting Will Smith to whisper whisper in his ear, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. But instead, Will decided to slap him. And I was I was floored. I was like, my God, really? Is this really happening on live TV broadcast all over the world? And Will Smith actually slapped Chris Rock. So, of course, like everybody else, I jumped on social media and started diving through all of, uh, all of the footage. I started looking at all the pre-Oscar stuff, the moment it happened, the commercial break after it happened right up to where Amy Schumer came comes up and says, you know, I was in back changing out of my Spider-Man outfit. What happened out here? The mood is completely changed. You know, brilliant segue into the next 
segment of the show. Uh, uh, you know, kudos to you, Amy. But I started wondering, you know, because it didn't feel like a setup anymore after uh, after everything was done, especially when Will Smith was cussing out Chris Rock from uh, from the floor. It didn't feel like a setup anymore. Chris Rock genuinely had a face like, what the hell? Oh, my God. But uh, it's, you know, I started watching other footage. Okay, uh, I didn't know that Jada Pinkett was, uh, you know, has alopecia. And, uh, you know, I don't follow her on Instagram. Uh, honestly, I don't give a shit. But uh, I don't even follow Will Smith. And I've been a fan of his since uh, I'm the rapper, he's the DJ. But my first question was, how did Will Smith make it up there? Nobody saw it coming, obviously. I mean, if I was, uh, if it was me, dude, the dude, Anthony from Hey Bartender Podcast, decided to walk up on the stage while Chris Rock uh, was uh, presenting the next award, I would have been tackled, probably, most likely. They would have never let me even probably get up on the stage before they jumped me. And uh, so... You know, Will, everybody probably thought Will Smith was going to say something something to Chris, but it turned out to be a slap to the face. And Will was allowed to sit back down and cuss out Chris Rock some more, all before winning uh, the Best Actor Male Actor Award. He just they just left him, you know, let him sit, uh, and he's you know getting talked to by Denzel Washington. He's getting Bradley Cooper, a couple other handful of name drops. And uh, I'm like, why is he still there? Uh, the man just committed assault. But I heard that when they approached Chris Rock, do you want to, uh, do you want to charge Will Smith with assault? And Chris Rock told him no for his personal reasons. And, uh, so, you know, looking uh, looking back on it, I sit back and think Chris did a very admirable thing. Instead of dwelling on it, throwing a couple more jokes at Will Smith and, and Jada, or tackling Will Smith after he got hit, he just went on with the show. As it, not exactly not exactly like nothing happened, but he continued with the show. The professionalism that Chris Rock showed that night was huge, if you ask me. The professionalism of Will Smith, not so much. But Will brings up in his uh, Oscar acceptance speech that we're expected to uh, take some flack and your love makes you do weird things. And yeah, I'm sure he did weird things when uh, he found out that Jada was fooling around on him. But now people are telling ever you know some people who side with Will Smith and Jada are saying that it is a serious condition that Jada Pinkett is suffering from alopecia. You know what people people have been suffering. You know, it's called alopecia now, but not so long ago people were just calling it baldness. And let me tell you, people, my family has a history of it. Now. According to uh, books I've read and things people have said, the baldness gene, or uh, because alopecia is either genetic or brought on by stress, 
but the baldness gene is brought on uh, from the fem- uh, from the mother's uh, genetics. So if you have uh, a mother that's uh, got thinning hair or uh, she comes from a family where their, her father was bald or something like that, the, the odds, according to scientists, are that you're going to get it too. Now, unfortunately for me, well, fortunately for me, my mother's side of the family doesn't have that, but my dad does, and uh, he does have a balding head. And <clears throat> there was something that came across social media where I saw somebody say that words can be violent too. And I, from, from that particular person, I will not say who they are, uh, I, I sat back and thought, I remember spending an evening with them, sitting on a couch, watching a movie. My dad comes in the room, and he politely says hi, and then he uh, goes off to do whatever he's going to do. And they start laughing and saying, oh, my God, your dad has a comb over. And I didn't smack her. I didn't take great offense to it. I just said, he doesn't really have a comb over. And she goes, oh, my God, yes, he does. Okay, I I released the gender of it. But, um, you know, and I didn't act that way. I mean, should uh, should I have dumped her ass right then and there? I didn't see really the point in it as long as she was uh, polite to my dad and as long as she dropped it right then and there. But if she kept going on about it, uh, then she and I probably would have had words. But, you know, they they say all the time, they're, they've been saying a lot, alopecia, She's she's got alopecia. Okay, baldness is common. There are a lot of people that have it. That's what keeps the wig industry in business. That's what keeps the toupee industry in business. There are very few celebrities that I can think of right now that have a bald head and have it with pride. Or they don't even think about it. It's never even brought up. Look at Patrick Stewart. You know, Captain Picard, Professor X. Never says anything about his baldness. Uh, Yul Brenner from The King and I, The Magnificent Seven. Women thought that was sexy as hell back in his day. Sean Connery may be the exception in that point because in uh, pretty much every movie I've ever seen him in, he wore a rug. But not really for public appearances or interviews, even though he did very, very few of those. Now, I'm just talking about the guys here. Now, uh, I don't know of any celebrity women that suffer from... uh, uh, baldness or uh, alopecia, but uh, I start to get curious every once in a while if they are or not because, like, some of them change their hair color every twenty minutes, uh, change their hairstyle every time they walk through a different door. You know, are they hiding something? And I and so there might be some out there, and you just don't know it because it's Hollywood. They wear costumes. And Jada, I saw uh, an interview she was having on the red carpet with people, and somebody brought up uh, and brought up her hairstyle for the night, which was bald, and not completely bald, but shaved pretty close to the head. And she says, "I don't care what people think of my bald head. I'm proud of it," or whatever she said. And then she decides to roll her eyes at Chris Rock, which triggered uh, Will Smith. I think that's just an opinion. 
uh, to go up and slap Chris Rock. Now, in that case, if I were, if that happened in my bar, I would have eighty. Uh, I would have kicked them all out. Eighty-six them, maybe not. But it's time for a cool down. All of you out. And you know, I I would have sent Will. I would have sent Jada. I would have probably sent Chris Rock too, but all in separate directions, because you know I don't want more of a fight to escalate. But you know, watching all this stuff, uh, Will Smith issued an apology via Instagram to Chris Rock. Now we can believe what P Diddy said that oh they were at the uh, they were at my party last night they made up. Okay, uh, I think I think that was a lie because Wanda Sykes was at a completely different party and she claimed she talked to Chris Rock. And Will Smith went over to P. Diddy's right after crying his eyeballs out while, you know, apologizing to the Academy, apologizing to the people that were uh, that were doing the show, apologizing to the audience, everybody but Chris Rock. And at first I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he wants something a little bit quieter, more intimate, so it would seem more genuine between him and Chris. But all I know of, like I said, this is just all hearsay. He issued an apology via Instagram. Some people sat back and said, well, now it's all better. I don't think so. Personally, I really don't think so because you can't put your apology on social media. Odds are it wasn't even written by him. It was written by his publicist. And Yes, he says he uh, greatly apologizes to Chris Rock. I haven't heard Chris Rock say anything about it. Um, I mean, he continued with the Oscars uh, and gave Questlove uh, the Oscar for Best Documentary. And you could see as he was walking out, you could see him with his eyes wide going, wow. And I guess Chris Rock wanted to leave immediately after that. And uh, Chris Rock... The only thing that I know of that he said, he went to his stand-up show in Boston the day after and told the, you know, and brought it up with the audience. He said, so how's everybody's weekend? Now, I know some of you have probably uh, come here to hear me say a few things about what happened, but I'm still trying to process it myself. I'll talk about it eventually. Some of it will be funny, some of it be, will be serious, but I, you know, up until this last weekend, I had this whole show written for you guys, and so we're just going to continue with that. And people cheered him, and you know, it, I'm, sh- it, it was probably uh, one of the great, uh, great, uh, greatest audiences he had. That you know, everybody was there to support him. Available at Country Wine and Spirits. Swole Anejo Tequila Limited Release is extremely limited edition. A special release of just 10,000 bottles. Each hand-numbered bottle has a peel-off iron-on patch, which is designed by Los Angeles-based artist Rise Work. Combining ancient and modern techniques and a deep love and passion for tequila, Swole Tequila comes from Mexico. When two friends journeyed to Mexico to create the smoothest tequila in the world, They discovered the art of bringing people together while befriending local veterans that had industry experience in crafting and processing the agave plants. The veterans made sure their agave was the richest by growing each of the top grade. 
Recognizing these as the finest materials to use to perfect their tequila, they developed a one-of-a-kind recipe. Swole Anejo tequila is fermented in small batches with blue Weber agave grown in rich soil and climate imparting rich flavor and smooth texture. Utilizing ancient methods and technology, Swole is smoky, rich, and flavorful with a great pour with every glass. If you want to pick up your own bottle of Swole Anejo tequila, go to cwspirits.com. Remember to use coupon code HEYBARTENDER5 and get 5% off your entire order. That's cwspirits.com, coupon code HEYBARTENDER5. Hey bartender. Now, what should happen to Will? Because uh, when things like that happen in any other circumstance, you know, a fight breaks out or somebody assaults somebody, he should have. Um, he probably should have been booted out of the academy. But since, I mean, uh, out of the awards show. But since Chris Rock decided not to press any charges, that probably had a lot to do with it. Why Will Smith was not escorted out. But, uh, you know, it's it, when I see things like that happen in my bar, I don't bother with. Are you going to try with assault charges? I would have just said you're free to leave right now. And uh, if you end up winning the best male actor Oscar, we'll mail it to you. Now, I can see it from a different perspective, too, because as a bartender, you got to see things from different perspectives. You know, Jada probably uh, was most likely insulted. But walking into the Oscars, she was acting like it was no big deal until Chris Rock said something. And all those interviews she did before walking into the show... She said she didn't care what anybody thought. But as soon as Chris Rock said something, she all of a sudden started caring. So she's maybe a little self-conscious. Who wouldn't be? If I was going bald right now, I'd be a little self-conscious too. But when it comes to Will's actions, he's protecting his wife, protecting her from words. Now, if it were me, I would have handled it slightly different. Somebody insults my girlfriend, and uh, I well, I would be afraid for their lives because I usually date uh, very uh, strong women, and they would probably would have kicked their ass before I even got my feet on the floor. But um, the if somebody were insulting my women, yeah, I'd want to slap them. I'd want to have words, but not in front of two. Uh, what was it? Two hundred billion viewers uh, all over the world. Whatever, however many people. I don't. I don't know. How, I don't know exactly how many. Um, I'm making that number up, the $2 billion. I would not have done it on live TV for everybody to see. Afterwards, I would have had words. I would have uh, walked up to him and said, Hey, man, I don't like that you made fun of my wife like that. And, uh, you know, if you do that again, uh, things are going to, uh, thing, bad things are going to happen. Chris Rock probably would have taken that easily. And, but no, Will Smith had to act up. Now, I've made dozens of jokes in the last week about uh, about that whole situation because that's what I do. I, uh, I don't, I'm not a comedian, but uh, I try to see the funny in things like that. Unfortunately, I, uh, bartenders aren't supposed to take a side, but unfortunately, I think Will Smith was in the wrong when it comes to striking 
Chris Rock. Chris Rock might have hit a sensitive nerve with Jada that she's uh, uh, losing her hair. And the jokes that I started making were like, I don't know what she was so upset about because G.I. Jane, that's a very female empowering movie. The, uh, Demi Moore shaved her head because she wanted to join the military and she wanted to prove everybody that she could do it. And, uh, you know, that's me saying that. But then all of a sudden I start making worse jokes. I, I started saying things like, I don't think they should take away Will Smith's Oscar. I think they should take a, take away the one that he has and give him a different one. One with hair. You get it? Because the statues are basically a naked form of a body. No, no hair, just covering up the uh, parts. Anyway. But it happened just like it would in a bar. You know, somebody uh, steps toe-to-toe with somebody, maybe even throws a slap or a punch. And then when he starts uh, cussing out Chris Rock, everybody goes quiet. Everybody is just, oh, my God. What is going on here? I thought, you know, at uh, at the slap, everybody thought, this has got to be a stunt. But then all of a sudden, Will Smith starts cussing him out, and everything goes quiet. And it completely, in a bar, when that happens, it completely ruins your atmosphere. Everybody is quiet. Some people are scared. There might be even one or two people that want to join in on the fight just because. But, it, you know, the atmosphere of whatever you're doing, if you're doing an event, uh, whether you're bartending an event, whether you're bartending in a regular bar or corporate, anything like that, when something like that like that happens, it kills the atmosphere, and it is tough to bring back at least for the rest of that night, depending on how long your shift is. And you want a happy atmosphere in your bar. You want a place where people feel welcome to come in and well want to come back. A lot of customers, I'm sure, if they see some kind of entanglement like that happen. They don't want to come back anymore because they're afraid of what, you know, does this happen every night? And it's it's not like most of your customers will go into the restaurant and go, really, that happened? Uh, I'm coming back tomorrow because I, I got to see if, uh, you know, this happens all the time. Most customers will not want to return. And that is bad for your business. Hell, while I was a bartender, I was slapped. But the guy was smart enough to leave because my customers were ready to kill him. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, he was just looking to start a fight and, uh, I had to kick him out also, uh, him and his friends out also because they were trying to pick a fight at the pool table. And I eventually I had to intervene because it was, yeah, uh, it was about to get violent. But, the, uh, since I got in the way, he slapped me Now the slap didn't hurt, but I had enough composure instead of doing what I w- thought I wanted to do, which was to punch him in the throat. I said, you have to leave now. And unfortunately, he got in the car with his buddy and they peeled out of the parking lot, never saw him again. Unfortunately, I never got the license plate because, you know, if the option did come up for me to sue them for assault, maybe I would have taken it. Maybe I wouldn't have taken the high road that Chris Rock did. But uh, still, I've experienced it too. And I didn't... I didn't throw a joke or an insult, depending on how you saw it. 
I don't want to offend all my listeners uh, uh, because we're all, we all have our own opinion. Um, I didn't throw a joke at somebody he knew or something like that, that earned me the punch, but you know, it's a joke and it was a throwaway joke. And, you know, after Chris Rock said it, he, it was probably never going to be mentioned again, but Will Smith escalated it. And to the point where he he resorted to physical violence. Now, you know, everybody's, uh, I'm sure you all have your opinions because I've seen TikToks, I've seen Instagram posts, I've seen uh, YouTube videos where people are defending Jada, people are defending Chris, uh, people are defending Will by bringing up that they had problems in their lives. And we all do. And I mean, and for a guy like Will Smith, who's 53 years old, you'd think he had developed enough maturity to not take it that far. Now, Chris Rock, who is 57 years old, handled it like what I would refer to as a mature adult. He is very self-conscious right now. He doesn't want to talk about it. I bet you it's because he's trying to figure out where he went wrong. What, uh, you know, did he deserve it? He being very self-conscious about it. It's probably why he's not really saying anything about it right now, because I'm sure that uh, news outlets are just completely bombing his privacy. Well, all of their privacies trying, you know, trying to get the big scoop. You know, uh, what do you think about Will Smith? How come you're not pressing charges or uh, what made you want to slap him? Uh, is uh, alopecia, uh, really affecting your life. Okay. Um, a lot of people out there are uh, support uh, are in support of Jada because she, quote unquote, suffers from alopecia. Never in my life have I ever heard a doctor say that a person died due to hair loss. Never. It doesn't rank even up there with the flu for me because I've been around it. My grandmother had thinning hair. My father has thinning hair. My uncles have thinning hair. It's in my family. And I've had jokes made at my expense. It happens. And the uh, the fact that uh, Will decided to take it on a violent road doesn't really give him any points in my book. In fact, I lost a lot of respect for him. Because, you know, like I said, I've been a, a fan of his ever since the album He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. And, you know, I used to uh, I used to know all the words that parents just don't understand. I used to know all the words to Summertime. Not so much Boom Boom Shake the Room. Uh, I liked Men in Black, not Men in Black 2. Uh, uh, Wild Wild West. Yeah, you really should have tried harder on that one, Will. Um Chris Rock doesn't have a huge movie career. I love his stand-up albums, though, because it's intelligent. It's smart. And he knows how to work the room. And, yes, he admits throwing insults out there, but he sits back and assumes that they're jokes. And people understand that they're jokes. But imagine your career, how you feel about your career shortly after that. You tell a joke, somebody gets offended, you get slapped for it and you're self-conscious about yourself as it is 
And then you probably start debating, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this career I've built up over the last 30 years, 20, 30 years, maybe I'm doing it wrong. And that uh, that can hurt Chris Rock's career. Might hurt Will Smith's career because maybe some people will start sit back and start to think, maybe we don't want to work with this guy. This guy gave uh, is getting bad publicity right now. So uh, can we find somebody else? Jada really doesn't have anything on our IMDb page, so I doubt she's uh, in any worry. But what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say here is, things like that happen in the bar, and us bartenders, servers cooks, people in the service industry, we all handle it differently because we know we have to keep our atmosphere going, we have to keep the money coming in, and we have to uh, look out for ourselves, look out for our coworkers. It's like I told, uh, Like I told you, I told my server, Hattie, who's pregnant, stand by the bar, uh, behind the bar if something happens. Do not move. And, you know, because I was looking out for her. I don't know where the hell my other server went when, when it was all going down, but she was sitting there trying to tell me, well, he deserved it, and you shouldn't uh, 86 the other guy. And I said, I don't care who deserved it. I don't care who started it. They're both 86. And the Oscars, something like that happens there. They have never experienced something like that before. They have never had somebody run up on stage and slap the presenter, slap... uh the or slap anybody i mean this this is maybe a little bit heavier maybe a lot heavier than the time when kanye west jumped up on stage during the mtv music awards when taylor swift won an award but the whole incident just gave me flashbacks of how i handled things like that in the bar hopefully some of you uh can agree with me on a few aspects you don't have to agree with any uh everything that i said but it's uh it was dark it was disgusting you know the professionalism of the people that were uh of the attendees at the oscars uh, you know when it comes to will smith his professionalism went right out the window with me because somebody professional wouldn't have jumped up on stage in front of a live audience broadcasted all over the world just to slap somebody that was ridiculous and inexcusable but if chris wants to forgive him doesn't want to press charges that's all chris if do i think that chris rock making the gi jane joke was inappropriate maybe but i don't think it warranted getting slapped over and the last thing i'm going to say about this will smith um yeah, uh, you've got a lot of young fans, and they just saw you violently take care of something that you thought was a problem. What are your young fans going to think about that? Odds are Will Smith's never going to hear this, but that's what disgusted me. Because I remember being a young kid, listening to uh, Will Smith's music, watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and thinking he was a pretty decent guy. But if that would have happened uh, back in those days, I would have probably ignored everything else for the rest of uh, the rest of his career. Probably never would have uh, 
watched any of his movies, probably never uh, saw the uh, season finale of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It, I, I would have been thoroughly disgusted. Now, Chris Rock, uh, you know what? Uh, I remember seeing you on Inside the Actors Studio, and you mentioned that you were a server at one time at a Red Lobster. And, uh, you know, if anybody out there knows Chris Rock, uh, tell him this for me. If you need a break from talking about Will Smith, talking about uh, anything that had to do with that Oscar night, and just want to talk about your life working in the restaurant and uh, in order to pay f- uh, pay f- to live, to become who you are today. Uh, if you need a break from uh, all of that, give me a uh, give me a call. I'd love to have you on my show. All right, people, this last call, last call for alcohol. Come on up to the bar, get your last drink before you head home. I want to apologize to some of you for jumping on the bandwagon to talk about current events like this. It's normally not something that I do. But like I said, this whole thing that happened at the Oscars triggered me and brought back memories uh, of some of the bad moments I worked in the bar. And I just couldn't help myself. Um, So, you know, if you agree with me, cool. If you don't agree with me, just remember it's an opinion. Uh, I try to be impartial like every bartender should. should, But uh, sometimes that's just the way it works, you know? As usual, I got to give a big thanks to Laura Hope and the Arctones for letting me use their song, Dr. Bartender, for the theme song to Hey Bartender podcast. Remember, if you want to listen to more Laura Hope and the Arctones, they are available on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you download your music. They have got a lot of great tunes out there. Make sure to check them out. Also, special thanks to CocktailBuilder.com for the Bitch Slap Cocktail Uh you know, you guys obviously found out that there's a theme to why I chose that drink. Remember to share, like, and subscribe here. Hey, bartender podcast. Uh, if you want to contact me, you can always go over to anchor.fm search for Hey bartender podcast and leave me a voice message. There's a button right there that says message, hit that button and leave me a voice message. I'd love to hear from some of you or all of you people, no matter who you are. And use, uh, you know, if you have something cool to say, I would love to use it on a show with your permission. But if you want to be a part of Hey Bartender Podcast or you want to follow Hey Bartender Podcast, all you have to do is send me an email, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, or you can drop me a message on any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. All of them are at Hey Bartender Podcast. And I, you know, need guests. So if you, or somebody you know is uh, somebody that has some that wants to tell their story about being a server or a bartender, send them my direction. I love to hear stories from different people about their lives in the service industry. Also, remember to check out www.heybartenderpodcast.com. Uh, it's a place where you can ch- uh, check out the latest episodes, and it's also a place where you can pick up some Hey Bartender Podcast swag. Help support the podcast by picking up a Hey Bartender podcast t-shirt. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. The clo- uh, the open light is off. The door is ready to be locked. And it's time for me to get out of here. So as usual, I wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got here.